Welcome to the Slaying Your Inner Dragons podcast, a bi-weekly podcast hosted by Malice and Jax. Welcome to the Slaying Your Inner Dragons podcast. I'm Jax along with my co-host Malice, and we're so glad you chose to give us a listen. Malice, how's your week been? Mm, long, hot, and grueling, but it's over and another week is just around the corner. But it, it really, it wasn't bad. It's just, just life. Um, and that's just, it's just part of it. So, not the worst. <laughs> I hear you. I got a little good news this week. I went to the doctor and in the last three months had lost over 20 pounds. So I'm happy about Hell that. Oh yeah. We're closing, we're closing in on the, I, I started out when my thyroid acted up, I hit, went up to 380 which is the heaviest I've ever been and um, closing in on 300 hopefully by the next visit in October I'll have hit that so awesome that was pretty good news but that but uh, it, it, the weather is miserable here in Texas sure. and uh, we had some issues uh, finding a place to record the <laughs> podcast today which is a whole nother story but but we're here yep we made it and this is the first time that we have seen each other in many many moons so. many yeah so i was thinking about that the other day it's been probably over a decade at least at least yeah that's crazy so but uh let's get into the nitty-gritty of thing or the the gist of things i suppose uh i'm pretty sure everybody battles or has battled something in their lives uh when we were coming up with this podcast we figured that pretty much anybody could identify with that in some way every episode we're going to spotlight something that either our host guest or listening audience have battled or in some cases have conquered in their lives and that's going to be called our main quest and it'll be the focal point of each episode and in addition to the main quests, um, we're also going to do a lot of fun stuff with the podcast because, yeah, life is, life is, it, I'm not going to say a tragedy, but it sucks. Like, it sucks more than a lot of us care to admit, but that's not all that there is to it. So you got to remember to have fun. So in that vein of thought, we're going to call what we call side quests. Uh, and that's going to be segments like the cantina, which will be where we kind of feature restaurants or entertainment venues pretty much anything that gets you out of the house and dealing with the general public as much as you can tolerate and kind of you know highlighting some stuff like that uh, we're also going to do what we're going to refer to as the streamer spotlight um, that's where we're going to interview either a twitch streamer or a youtuber who's been presented to us as being worthy of of highlighting and, and showing off their skills uh, just being recognized in their communities um, so if you've got anybody in mind if you yourself want to be nominated reach out to us on our social media platforms let us know uh, and we'll start compiling those lists and get those people in the wings um, we're also gonna have a lot of fun segments like looking for love in Alderaan places uh, that's gonna be where Jax and I chronicle our search for love in the Sarlacc pit which is online dating. Um, but yeah, that's, it's just a small small sample of some of the things you'll be hearing uh, in our future episodes. 
I figured since the name of the podcast is Slaying Your Inner Dragons, we should talk a little bit about our backgrounds and some of the dragons that you and I have faced. Uh, I guess I'll start, and I already had recorded a little dive into mine, so I'll, I'll make mine pretty brief. Um, basically, I uh, was born in Texas, I've lived here pretty much all my life, and I uh, moved a lot growing up and didn't really have a choice in the matter or didn't feel like I had a choice in the matter and it felt like every time that uh, you know I was just starting to fit in we'd have to move and that's really kind of what started my depression and uh, I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was 12 and really don't know when it when it actually started but you know that's the first time I noticed it and then uh, was medicated for a while and then for gosh at least close to 30 years wasn't and during that time period was probably the the worst time in, in my life as far as you know making mistakes and not having a filter and um, you know acting before thinking and things like that so I struggled with that for a long time but then finally uh, got into uh, therapy and got on meds and everything. And, and things are a lot better with that now. I don't struggle with depression near as much as I used to. ADHD is still kind of a daily struggle, but uh, it's way, way better than it used to be. I actually can control, you know, if, I, if I'm even thinking about making a stupid decision, I can control it. And um, so that's, that's a good thing. And then I battle thyroid issues, as I spoke of earlier. Um, I've always had issues with weight, and um, had got, like I said, had gotten up to my heaviest weight of 380 pounds, and and just felt terrible at the time. Uh, was having a hard time sleeping, and uh, no energy, and having back pain, and. Uh, you know, leg pain everywhere, basically, even ha having a hard time getting around. But uh, slowly but surely, th mainly thanks to my ADHD medicine, I'm not really doing anything spectacular as far as eating or anything to change things. But it, ADHD medicine kind of killed my appetite and the weight has kind of just flown off since. But uh, I feel a lot better as far as physically than I have in a long time. I don't really have any back and leg pain anymore near as what I used to have. Um, I was in a car accident back in uh, 1999 and fractured my pelvis and that's given me issues pretty much ever since. Uh, that same year, something we talked about on the previous, or I talked about on the previous episode dealing with this, um, that was the same year kind of everything kind of fell apart in my life. and. Uh, I attempted suicide, thankfully it didn't work, but um, those are really the, the things that I deal with. I, Depending on what doctor, I've been to a million doctors in my life, and depending on which one you talk to, uh, I may or may not be autistic. I've been told that I was, and I, you know, I have some of the characteristics of it, but most people tell me you have some of the characteristics of a lot of different things. So. Uh, Nobody can say for sure, but those are those are really the main things that I have battled so far in my life. And I, if you'd like to speak a little about yours, yeah, I um, 
Well, I really haven't been diagnosed medically or um, I guess officially with anything. Um, I've dealt with depression for a long, long time. Um, born and raised, well, born in uh, Louisiana, but raised in East Texas, so basically the same thing. Um, uh, I'm not gonna say broken family, but my parents split when I was nine, you know. It's just another statistic, and while that necessarily didn't contribute to my issues, it just kind of amplified them, I guess is the best way to say it. I always, always was a heavy kid, always, from kindergarten on up. Um, I'm not so sure that it was me doing it at first, where I was using food as a, a catalyst or just a replacement. So, so much as it might have been my mom or my dad or my family kind of doing that because it was easier just to give, you know, give the kids something to eat, shut them up, tell them to go outside and play. And at the time, I didn't realize just how bad uh, my parents' situation was as a kid. Looking at it now as an adult, yeah, I, I totally understand it. Um, but yeah, they went through the divorce when I was nine. Uh, we moved, me and my mom moved back to Louisiana for a semester and I remembered that was that was one of the highlights even though my grandmother was insane um it was good to be around family that wasn't as toxic as I was made aware that my other family was again looking back on that as an adult they were all toxic um and that's that's something that they some of them did move on from and some of them didn't um but the weight issue the weight issue continued all the way through high school. Uh, we moved back uh, to East Texas my fifth grade year, second half of my fifth grade year, and that was just a blow, like to everything. Like I hated it, I hated being here. Um, so yeah, gradu I graduated at 17, and guys, look, I'm short, like I'm like 5'5", five five. but my graduating weight was well over, like right over 200, all right? So let's call it 215, 220. By the time, God, let's see, I graduated at 17. By the time I was 22, 23, I was 285, which, you know, for somebody taller, somebody with not quite the build I have, yeah, it might not be so bad, but it was not healthy. It was definitely not healthy. Um, I moved out the day after I graduated and just slew, slew after slew, tripping and falling over bad decisions, poor mistakes. But at the time I was like, well, I'm just going to bounce back from it. And, you know, I did good for a little bit and then instantly found myself back in a similar situation, just with a different factors, like different types of people, but yep. the same, same ultimate situation. Um, and it was about that time that I realized, oh, Pot's pretty fun. Alcohol is pretty fun. Yeah. And especially in the circles that I was with, when you didn't have to pay for it, yeah, it's it's real fun. Yep. But when when it came down to it and life started kicking in and it's like, oh well if I still want to get that same type of of high, I gotta pay for that. Yeah. And I don't have that type of money. So fast forward, ah, Jesus, fast forward to two thousand nine, ten, something like that. I moved to South Louisiana and it was great. Like it was, it was much better than when I was in Fort Worth. Um, moved back. I was closer to my mom's family. That was a lot of fun. But ultimately, got in the service industry and service industry guys is 
full of the best people you'll ever meet in your life. They're, they're going to teach you so much about literally living, not just existing, but living. But it's hard. You, you see a lot of different folks. And I got really wrapped up with some good people who just had some really difficult demons of their own that they were working through. And not that it, not that it ever escalated to like hard drugs with me, but I was just around, I was around really toxic environments for a long time. And I uh, left that and moved to Chicago and was there for about three years and moved back to Texas or moved back, moved back down here in 2015 and moved back to Texas in uh, about three years ago now to be closer to my mom and stuff. So it's, uh, it's still a lot of things I battle with. I don't drink nearly as much uh, because I know what it does to my, my thought patterns. Um, and I notice when I do, it's I'm the type of person that if I'm going to have a good time, everyone's going to have a good time. So, yeah, it's fun in the instant, but the next day you feel like absolute crap, and you're like, wow, that was like 150 bucks for a 12, yeah. you know, for a 12-hour high, and now I'm miserable. So, it's it's something I do battle with pretty much daily. Uh, not I'm not going to go so far as to call it depression, but it's an active thought of hmm. I need to kind of break a cycle. I need to figure out what I can do every single day to remind myself you don't have to be. It can be fun. It can be a lot of fun, but it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. So that's kind of where I am now. <laughs> but, well, one of the things you touched on that I wanted to talk about before we moved on to the next thing was, was uh, you know, repeating the same decision over and over. That's something as far as dating that I have struggled with for decades now, mm -hmm. going back to the same type of person, the first time they really ever show you some, you know, positive attention, yeah. jumping into a relationship with them. And I, I try my best to not do that, but it's still, that is still something that I struggle with a lot. Yeah. That's, that was one of the big things too. Like, for, for a long, long time, um, not my, like my first legit, I guess, long-term relationship was a high school relationship, which statistically obviously was going to fail, but more to the point, he was a jackass. So it was going to fail anyway. But after that, I found myself getting in relationships where it was super long-term, like three plus years at a time, but it was only like that because of convenience, my inability to acknowledge those red flags I could see them clear as day and I always made an excuse as to why they were happening or what was going on and I realized after that big breakup and I left Fort Worth so that was right around the time that I was at my heaviest and I I went through all that situation I was 22 for about eight years I was like that was I was it was me like I didn't want to date I didn't because I didn't Sorry. I didn't know me and that was what I tried really, really hard to figure out was me. Um, and again, found what I thought, you know, was myself. And then ultimately watched, watched a little bit of a backslide and I was like, nah, I, mm -mm. so it's, I, I feel like that's something, especially when, when you're as, and I'm not going to say sensitive, that's not the right word, but when you've gone through so much as a person like mm -hmm. you and I have, I feel like that's, that's a constant thing that's always going to kind of be in yeah. our personalities as far as dating. 
the frustrating thing with me as far as alcohol was concerned, I have such a high tolerance for it mm. that to this day, like I've never been hung over. I've, like I've been drunk maybe three times in my life, or let's say this, drunk enough that I actually felt it yeah. maybe three times in my life. So that was a frustrating thing that, okay, I want to get away from all this in that way, but it, you know, I either have to spend $150 or whatever to get that way, or it doesn't work at all. And that, that was a frustrating thing. And I think that's why I kind of lean the other way. I never tried drugs, yeah. but um, I lean to other things to kind of, yeah. but that, that was extremely frustrating. And I guess two weeks ago, I, t I drank for the first time in like eight years. <laughs> uh, and it, it did, of course didn't do yeah. anything, but uh, it's, Conquering any of that stuff is a, is a struggle for yeah. sure. Like, um, because if you find something that that makes you, you know, even temporarily feel good when you don't normally feel that way, I mean, you you get attached to yeah. it, and it, it's it's hard to. Yeah, learning how to, and that's that's been one of my bigger struggles with that particular dragon. Um, just learning how to navigate it from a social standpoint, because. Like, like the other day, we'd gone out, uh, me and my family, for um, a step-sibling's birthday, and it was great fun. You know, everyone got a beer and this, that, and the other. Well, you know, like one drink in, and I'm like, oh, this will be fun, blah, blah, blah. And so it escalated. And so it, it's things like that that you kind of just have to remind yourself. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe two drinks and a shot is probably enough when you're with your parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... But it's all, I mean, it's, all of it's a learning process. Like, it doesn't matter if you're three or 300, like you're always, you're always every day gonna find something new to work on. And um, there's a word and I'm struggling to find it. You can always build a better version of yourself. Yeah. Every single day. For sure. So. As far as going back, back to one more thing and then mm -hmm. we'll move on. Uh, as far as, uh, eating or whatever I think my family growing up my both of my parents uh, you know kind of uh, I don't want to say they were enablers mm -hmm. but uh, in a way that they were because my mom always has bought sweets and mm -hmm. stuff like that and kept it around the house and neither one of them you know ever made any comments oh you're looking really big you need to lose weight yeah. or anything like that so I'm not saying they're enablers, but they didn't, they definitely didn't, you know, try to keep me fit yeah. and, and things like that. So, um, it's always been something that I struggled with too and, uh, was teased about in school and, and, um, but the, the crazy part was, is when I lost all, you know, I went down from 300 to 190 at mm -hmm. one point. I didn't feel good when I hit that 190 I, it didn't feel right I feel better you know probably 250 would I'd be fine with but mm -hmm. like I didn't feel right at 190 like I didn't look like I you know health to me I didn't look healthy yeah. and it certainly didn't feel any better and like people back then I was still in high school people just found something else to tease you about right. so it wasn't I mean it, I, I didn't do it for them in the first place but uh, it was 
I don't know, it was frustrating because I, it was a lot of work to get there. And then when I got there, it was like, this doesn't feel like me. So, um, like I said, two, 250, I think I'd be comfortable with. And uh, we, we can kind of evaluate it at that point. But, but yeah, it's, it's a definite struggle. And a lot of times, you know, if that stuff is around, it's the same way with alcohol or anything else. If that stuff is around, you know, when you're feeling down or mm -hmm. whatever, you're going to grab it. Exactly. So. Exactly. So. Now that we've bared a little of our souls, <laughs> let's give people a teaser of what they can look forward to uh, July 17th. We are absolutely honored to have none other than B. Dave Walters as our first guest. He's the author of 49 Lost Secrets of Peace, Love, and Money. He's a huge name in the world of tabletop gaming, not just Dungeons & Dragons, because he's, he's played a million games and DM'd a million games. And he's currently the, the uh, Dungeon Master on the Black Dice Society show. It's an official Dungeons & Dragons stream. You can find it on the Dungeons & Dragons YouTube channel. And I think, I believe they have a Twitch page. Uh, we'll put the links in the description. Yeah. Uh, it's set in the horror setting of Ravenloft. And another past guest of mine, Mark Mirror, that was in the, uh, he played Commander Shepard in the Mass Effect games, uh, is also on that show. And there's a lot of great people on that show. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely do it. Uh, if anyone in the listening audience has questions for B. Dave, you can interact with us on our Facebook group, send us a voice message on Anchor, which I just set up, so you can actually send us a question live and we can get it and send it to him. Or you can interact with us on any of our other social media accounts, which again, we'll post in the description. And that's pretty much it as far as that's concerned. And then we have, I'll go ahead and I won't reveal who they are, but I'll go ahead. We have a couple of authors coming on in the next few weeks and, and then an actress and uh, a couple of Twitch streamers like we talked about in, or like you talked about in your segment and uh, things like that. And we're, as we're getting more and more guests as, as th things go on. So the next few months should be, should be really interesting so yeah so make sure uh you're reaching out on the facebook page following that make sure you're bookmarking those links um as new platforms get added uh jacks is going to update the the facebook group. group the section that has all of those uh, links compiled in one spot so it's a one-stop shop and you'll get bonus material and stuff like that first first looks there yeah, we're, we've done the two bonus podcasts that so many of you have already listened to, and we, we really appreciate yeah. that, first of all. Malice will be recording some of her own, too. It won't just be me all the time. So <laughs> Yeah, you'll have to deal with me, too, guys. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode, learning a little about us and about the podcast. We're looking forward to taking you on this journey. As we said in the trailer that you can still listen to on Spotify, the only way we have any hope of slaying the dragon is if we stand together as an army. We want you to be a part of that army. We care about you, we're here for you, and we support you no matter what. Don't ever forget that. Uh, every one of you that listen are the backbone of this podcast. Uh, we've mentioned earlier, but we'll have links on all of our social media, and we have a website too that I'll link in the description. Yes. I don't remember the exact address. I think it's pod page, but I, I'll get it for you. Don't worry about it. Uh, 
and we'll set up an area where if you ever have any issues that you need somebody to talk to, uh, you can get in touch with us on there and we'll, we'll get back to you on that. We want the podcast and all of our social media to be a safe place where you can feel comfortable and feel like you have friends and, and support. So the next time, we'll, we'll probably have some bonus podcasts between now and the 17th, but our first official episode with guests will be the 17th and we will see you then. And until then, never forget that you're cared for, you're important, and you have an army of people that have your back. Until, Absolutely. Until next time, this has been Malice and Jax, your neighborhood dragon slayers, and we'll see you on the 17th. Bye, guys. You've been listening to the Slaying Your Inner Dragons podcast, a bi-weekly podcast hosted by Malice and Jax.